Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we will take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we are all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Welcome to Created. We are so excited that you could join us for another episode. Um, For this episode, it's only myself and Amanda. Dear Emily could not join us. And I know our last episode, we had a great time with so many people. But this time, it's just Amanda and I. But we are very excited. We have this book that we have been reading. Actually, so many people have been reading this book, right? And we have heard it from so many people. So many people have recommended it to me. And Amanda had actually just read it. I can't remember. Was it like mid this year or at the beginning of this year? Yeah, earlier this year, our small Mm -hmm. group like Mm -hmm. read it all together we decided to like read it through together yeah yeah so she'd been talking about it and then i was like you know what i'm finally gonna read it and i had a few car journeys long car journeys and i was like you know what let me let me get it on audio and just get stuck in it because i had been recommending it to so many people but still hadn't read it you know i'm that kind of person anyway so you might be wondering what is this book that we're talking about it is the ruthless elimination of hurry so you might all be like yeah yeah i've heard about that or i've seen somebody post about it or talk about it so today we're gonna just discuss some of the things that really stood out for us and it actually comes from our first episode and i think i had been talking about how who told us as women that we had to be all things to all and this book is so amazing in the sense that it addresses the issue of how we have packed so many things into our lives how we are constantly in a hurry and in the midst of being in a hurry we have lost the sanctity of our relationship with the lord and um yeah i think it's it's really challenged us because I think a lot of the times people think, oh, you're in a hurry, but don't actually get time to question the hurriedness that you have, even in the midst of doing good things. And that's the part that gets really challenging that, you know, you are here serving people, Mm -hmm. serving the kingdom of God, but your life is so jam packed that intimacy with the Lord is actually non-existent. And it's only when you stop that you realize, whoa. Okay, how did we get here? And this is the part that, you know, even in the midst of us reading this book, we had to really dig deep, actually just stop, to be honest, stop and begin to question, where is it that we have so much in our lives that we're in such a hurry that intimacy with the Lord, time with the Lord, quality time with the Lord has become near non-existent actually really to be honest um so that's what we're going to be you know unpacking this episode and really be discussing and i hope you join us on this journey but also i hope it encourages you to go and purchase the book and actually read it and not be like me who had started recommending it to so many people (laughs) and then finally read it and still i'm like oh my goodness this is such a gem and I still go back to a few um, of the chapters and uh, yeah. 
God is still teaching me a lot. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yes. Oh, seriously. Even as we were like preparing for this episode, because it has been a while since I've read it. And and I mean, by a while, it's only been like a couple of months, right? But even I was like, oh, the conviction. Oh, Lord. Like... (laughs) help me but I think it's been so applicable we've talked so you know our focus more this season is on womanhood and just the reality even last the episode on comparison and even talking about you know sisterhood and that journey and having to like not distract ourselves to actually pay Mm. attention to what God's doing what God is saying and not shying away from those things but like drawing near to it and this book just talks so much about how the enemy works in distraction and i think i am going to read a few (laughs) quotes from the book mind you we were so laughing beforehand (laughs) whilst we were preparing like we could just sit here and read the whole book and i feel like that would be sufficient (laughs) that would just be fine but i really encourage you to do that we're not going to we're going to just i'm going to read a few small snippets of it But something in um, womanhood that even I, like these past few days, I've been feeling really sick. And I think that, you know, it's something new for me to have this sickness while having a toddler. And like, I've had these certain things in place to like help me not feel, you know, distant from God or all these things. And I feel like when there's almost like an excuse all that stuff goes like straight out the window for me i'm like that's fine i'm just gonna sit here and watch netflix (laughs) like not do anything and i don't want to do anything but i've just been really reminded these past really like yesterday and today especially as we've been kind of just talking uh, you know preparing again for this and one of the quotes i want to read from this it says so many people live without a sense of god's presence through the day We talk about his absence as if it's the great question of theodicy. And I get that. I've been through the dark night of the soul. But could it be that with a few set expectations, we're the ones who are absent, not God? We sit around, sucked into our phones or TV or to-do list, oblivious to the God who is around us, with us, in us, and even more desirous than we are for relationship. And I, I just reading that I was like oh my goodness lord like it's funny because you know oftentimes what you need to do to feed your soul or just that verse that talks about in my weakness you're made strong Mm -hmm. like he's made strong Mm -hmm. in our weakness and it's like man I've been feeling so weak I've just really needed wisdom with Eli he also had like this rash and he was feeling he had like a fever because he's teething so not only am I really not feeling well I have a sad baby and I have just felt like at the end of myself and I have decided I decided I'm just going to kind of drown out and exist through this and kind of be survival mode instead of feeding my soul and turning to the Lord. And it's so funny. I was, there was this quote from somebody that talked about, we need a comforter. And oftentimes when we just like stiff arm the Lord or we just like don't turn to him, we don't get the comfort, obviously, that we need. Mm -hmm. Duh, you know that. But it's just so easy. And it says, but again, we become what we give our attention to for better or for worse. And that I had just so recognized and felt convicted of. I was talking to a friend about this. As women, I think sometimes we don't even recognize 
the responsibility or even the power we carry for the atmosphere that we create whether that's in your own home in your Mm. life in your pace Mm. like to those people around you and if what we're putting into us is what we put out I want to be so cautious that the environment I'm creating for my child is not one of distraction and chaos and disorder and a lack of peace. I want to make sure that Mm. I'm entering into the presence of God. So the atmosphere of my home and when my husband comes home and when my friends come over and when people enter, they enter the presence of God. They don't enter disorder and distraction, you know? And so it's like chaos. Yes, exactly. Or just (laughs) even like disconnection, just feeling disconnected from one another. I don't want that. So it's just been so convicting. And I think as women, it can be so easy. We can easily either add things or distract ourselves from not recognizing the actual heart of things that are going on. And I think the hard part about that is that, um, As women, because we do so much and we take on a lot of responsibility, there's a lot of times we actually do not realize that we have become that. We don't realize that Mm. we are being dysfunctional, basically, to be honest. We don't realize that we're being dysfunctional because our mothers, 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 and the mothers that have gone before us have just functioned in this way. So each generation that keeps carrying on has another load to take on um, of the pressure of being this woman that is all things to all people. And and I think that that's the part where as um, women of God, we need to stop and disciple ourselves in the way of the Lord. And I think I loved like something Mm -hmm. that you said, um, Amanda, you said we, we want to talk about the lifestyle um, and being an apprentice of Jesus. You know, the lifestyle that we want to lead in being an apprentice of Jesus. So when you stop, you know, an apprentice of Jesus, apprentice of anyone is actually following how that person is. When we look at ourselves as women, can we actually say that we are apprentices of Jesus? Can we actually say that the way that we are modeling our lives, like I love what you said, Amanda, like, you know, who am I influencing around me? Like, what do I want to be a representation of who God is in the way that I am? I am going through life. So in the in the midst of us doing that, we are all doing good things, but we have taken on so much to the point that we are exhausted. So one thing I was actually thinking about, um, I we, we talked about this yesterday and one of the things I wanted to share is that these past two years, my lifestyle has looked very different. And there have been moments when I began this journey, when I came back um, from missions and it was only supposed to be for a short time and it wasn't what was expected. But to be honest, when I look back at the notes of the words that God gave me, word for word, he really panned out what this was going to look like. He didn't say what, what event was going to happen, but he was so intentional in telling me that when the time comes, I will release you. You know, be intentional, be present with your family when you go back home. Yes, this is what you're going to sort out. But there's also other things that I want to reset in place. And in my head, I then put a timeline to that. To be honest, we do that as women. We hear what God says. Then we go, okay, Lord, let me help you. This is how I'm going to order it. And this is the timeline that you have for you to make what you have spoken to me happen. And, you know, that was I thought it was going to be three to four months. You know, we're coming up to two years now of me still at home, 
Um, the thing that I was wanting to process hasn't quite happened yet. I'm still waiting for that to be sorted. But in the midst of that, there was a lesson that was learned. And when I began the journey, there was a commitment that I had. But in that commitment, things changed in the way I was to process the paperwork that I needed to process. But I didn't pray forward. I kept on doing that, but then I also took on some more things that needed to help me process the papers that I needed to. And yes, I was supposed to, I'm supposed to process those papers, but in, in committing to another thing on top of what I was already committed to, I now was living two lives. I'm living a day life and I'm living an evening life. And somewhere along in those hours, I sleep sometime or somehow. And I remember like just saying to Amanda yesterday and I was like, it's it's not normal. And it's very few very hours. Very few hours of people. <laughs> and I'm just like, very few hours. <laughs> and for some who are listening, functions. who know my lifestyle will be like, yep, we, we know what we mean. And and I was like, I was saying to Amanda, I was like, I would never wish this on my worst enemy. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. And also, if anyone came to me and they told me this is what they were going to do, I would say no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go and not pray. <laughs> so out of my own disobedience of not stopping in the rush of carrying on and still doing things, the things that I'm doing are not wrong. You know, amazing things are happening you know, lives are still being, you know, transformed. I'm still inputting stuff, but at the expense of my rest, which is very hard for me to say even now to even say that because there's everything in me is rising up going, I feel guilty. I feel guilty and, and I don't want to drop the ball and I want to do everything. Um, not for look at me, look at me, but just for Lord, I just want to see great things happen for your kingdom but we can't do that at the expense of us of our health of 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 what the lord is saying so in the midst of this i've had to do a lot of repenting trust me in these two years there's been <laughs> as lord as the lord has revealed many things there's been a lot of repenting and going lord i missed the mark lord i took on too much okay how do I in humility walk this out how do i in humility even talk to my leaders to just go hey I know I said this, but actually I need to take a step back from this. I need to go back to the drawing board and I need to pray and see where I've gone wrong, where I took on too much. It's all good stuff, but I took on too much and it might not have been in the in the assignment of what the Lord was was calling me to. So so reading this book and mm. and seeing that I just I, I, I look back and I said, I don't want to get to the point where there is burnout in building the kingdom of God because they shouldn't be you know there yeah. are scriptures all over mm -hmm. the most favorite is Psalm 23 where it says he leads you you know in still waters you know he gives you rest yes. so if we are proclaiming all these verses of where the Lord is giving us rest where he he is letting us you know be in these moments where he's going you know I want to take your burden you know I I want things to be easy but we're going yep I hear it I'll preach it but I'm going to take on another thing. I'm going to take on another thing. I'm going to take on another thing. The Lord restores my soul, but I'm <laughs> yeah. going to press on doing this. <laughs> restore it, Lord, while I continue uh, carrying continue. on 5,000 things. And he goes, I can restore you once you let go of all of those things. All those things. 
And that's the beauty. He talks so much about also just accepting our limitations. You know, I think that we struggle, like you were saying, to do all things, like you said at the very beginning, how we talked about in the first episode, to be all things to all people. And it's like, you want to be a part of the the amazing things that God is doing. You want to do this. But the reality for you and your situation, what you're doing is not sustainable at all. And nor probably is it super healthy either, you know, and like Mm. that that uh, i think god's so specific when he (laughs) calls us being so i think um attentive to what the lord is saying in every season and just acknowledging the limitations that we have and in that that's where he shows up and where he shows us to walk in not in a bad way for me as a mom right now i have limitations like i Mm. I have limitations in my attention. I have limitations in what I can give. And that's not a bad thing, but it changes. Like I I have to recognize, you know, right now I also have the responsibility of my child. I would not be able to do what Taffy's doing, although we we have noted that probably nobody 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 should should do do that that. (laughs) (laughs) but you know like even for taffy having to walk through that you know she in a way is doing it um but there's just limitations that we all have and i think that that is something this day and age i feel like it says the opposite all the time and we're not saying that's a bad thing we're not saying like mm. limit what the lord can do in your life that's not it at yeah. all but what we're saying all the time is not you know i think self-help always says like you it, all your answers are in you you can do it yourself you can break the change well actually no the lord says like that's through me and you like come yeah. to me <laughs> mm. come to me all who are burdened and weary and heavy laden Mm -hmm. and i will give you rest it is not a Mm -hmm. push away it's not a fill with something else it's not a do this do this do this it's actually just come come to me and i will give you rest and i think that that Mm -hmm. is where we so often struggle to feel like if we are putting something down or if we are having to not carry something or uh, not be the leader or not be the one pushing mm. forward, then it doesn't get pushed forward. And the Lord, I think so much wants us to just be attentive to the reality that he is the one. <laughs> he is the one that does <laughs> all those things. The reality is, is he doesn't need us. He literally breathed yeah. life into us. Like he, his breath, that's mm. all he did. But he invites us and welcomes us into it. But I think sometimes we put ourselves in a higher position than we are. And just being able to (laughs) humble ourselves and recognize we need the Lord. We need his presence. And I know that there's maybe just a few things we want to talk about that they said about solutions, Taff. I know that, you know, combating that, there's some of those things like sabbath and solitude and silence i know you've been learning a lot about that very very a lot i feel like it kicked me in the butt to be honest (laughs) so there are these two chapters in the book and it talks about one chapter is on silence and solitude and then after that there's a chapter on sabbath and, and they're very closely linked but in the midst of them talking about silence and solitude one thing i realized was that actually in my life apart from when i am sleeping but you know even when i was sleeping there were still a lot of things that were happening in the background, um, especially when you're tackling many different time zones in the world. Um, your phone is very active, that much I can say. 
side note, I think I might have some burnout from my phone. You know how you like have burnout from a job? I think I have burnout from my phone. There's moments where I was like, I'm just don't even want to see my phone. Even if it just sends a message. I don't even know what that message is. I'm like, no, 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 too much. So I have days where, um, well, a day where I actually sometimes can just, just remove my phone from myself. Um, and then people will be like, how come you didn't answer me? How come you didn't answer me? I was like, no, I just needed some rest from my phone and not see it and not feel the pressure to respond to anybody. But anyway, that's besides the point. That's not what I wanted to talk about. But when it came to silence and solitude, I realized actually there were not moments where things were silent. So when I'm on missions and I am in Papua New Guinea, because of the limited amount of technology, not technology, but just just there there is less technology stuff that is happening they do not in, have in access less technical to world. wi-fi 24 7 over there that's just not a reality yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> and if you want wi-fi for 24 7 you're gonna pay, pay big bucks to exactly. get wi-fi 24 but that that's besides the point i feel like if people wanted wi-fi they will get wi-fi but you know i love it when i go to villages because then there's nothing no electricity no wi-fi just love it it's the best thing ever but i i realized that my life had had so many different pockets of silence and solitude and being back and also taking on so many things um there was a moment where i realized actually there's not a moment where my life is has silence and solitude there's not a moment where i am stopping and i am just going okay lord it's just me and you so so um in that one of the things i started looking and going in my day where do i just have solitude where do i just have silence and why am I filling it with things? And I wasn't filling it with bad things. You know, I'd have worship music in the background or I'll have a podcast in the background or I have a preaching session in the back. You know, there was something going on constantly, which means your mind is constantly moving. And um, and when it came to Sabbath, one of the things is that we've created versions of Sabbath that have nothing to do with what Sabbath is. You know, we say, oh, yeah, I'm having a Sabbath. But actually, your Sabbath is full, filling your life <laughs> with so many things that is not giving you rest um so i think you know one of the things we were talking about were what are the things that we we have taken away from from the time that we have spent in reading the book what are some of the things that we have had to change in our lifestyle and one of those things was that thing of silence and solitude so when i have my quiet time when i have my quiet time i actually don't have worship music playing in the background or i don't have some form of something happening it's just me god and my bible and at the beginning when i started that when i first realized i didn't have solitude then when i started that i really struggled because there was just this ringing in my ears <laughs> and i was just like why is my like what is going on this this is there's a deafening silence but actually the more that i have done it is the more quality and the more um, intimacy that I've had with my time with the Lord, the more that I'm hearing clearly what he's wanting me to do, the direction and the things he is saying. Whereas when I was filling the air, the, the, the quiet air with other things, I was getting distracted. You know, as a worship leader, for me, worship music playing in the background, like that's my jam. Like I'm just like, yay. And when God wants to do business with me, that jam is going to be a distraction because it's easier for me just to be like, get lost with the emotions of the song and just go with it and go, yeah, Jesus, we spent some time together. But actually the Lord is going, I needed you to go deeper. I needed you to be quiet so I could 
pinpoint things that were happening in your life that I needed to redirect. So don't hear me wrong. Worship music is not a bad thing to have in your quiet time, but it's about where you're at with your relationship with God. And are you taking the easy way out in having solitude? And intimacy with the Lord. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. That, that's me. so oh, good. The other thing was that um, because of the different time zones, I actually, my phone is connected to my, um, to my watch. I've turned off, my, I turn off my Bluetooth every time I go to bed and my, my phone isn't actually on my bed. It's on my um, table side. So I only hear it when the alarm goes off. So yeah, those are the two things that I've yes. really made a big, massive change. Yeah. I think for me too, the phone thing is similar. So in the book it talks about how many hours the average american spends on their phone which is upwards of 700 hours a year and then over 2000 hours on tv a year that is a lot of time a lot and it said that if we just spent like 400 hours reading a book for an hour a day we'd read like over 200 books a year which is just mind-blowing to me but oh wow i think that was just incredibly convicting on my phone and uh so similarly with tataf i my phone's in my bathroom and it's not by my bed when i plug it in at night and I totally had a habit of like, if I couldn't sleep, I would just scroll or just like try and, you know, numb whatever. Obviously, I couldn't quiet my brain, you know, so actually addressing that, going in, taking that to the Lord, (laughs) not ignoring some of those things, because that doesn't fix anything. It just adds more to the noise of your head. So and then I've had this rule that I've been trying. Obviously, I just confessed a little earlier that that hasn't happened the past few days. Although I know that there's grace for when you're sick and I hear that I'm not I'm not coming from a condemning place in that space but um I really tried to not have the TV on while Eli is awake um and if we do then I do play worship music but also like wanting to him to grow up with like not feeling uncomfortable in silence and really knowing that the book just so points to it's in the quietness that the Lord speaks. And if we mm. are so distracted, 100% of the times the Lord either says something to me, for me, or about somebody else, like a word for somebody or an encouragement for somebody, it is always in the silence. It is rarely while I am in the middle of a worship song. Sometimes it is. That's The Lord totally can do that as well. But it is often (laughs) for me in the silence. I will even be just like preparing lunch in silence and like the Lord drops something in my heart. And I think that that first quote that I read, we feel often so absent from the presence of the Lord, but it's Mm. more so because we are distracting ourselves. Mm. Yeah. So in closing, we would love, 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 love for you well, go out and purchase the book because it's amazing. Um, <laughs> but also we would love for you to just set a challenge for yourself um, this week. You know, set a five minute timer on your phone. Um, I know for some people, five minutes, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, that is so long. But trust me, um, it's it, you're building a habit that is actually going to grow you spiritually. So set a five minute timer on your phone and just spend some solitude with the Lord. Spend some time of silence with the Lord and just waiting on him. And um, so, yeah, so we challenge you to do that every single day for this week and um, hear what the Lord says. You know, you'll be surprised for the ones that have super busy lives or for the ones who have children. 
do you know what that time when you're in the shower it might be a five second shower but that time you're in the shower that time you're in the toilet those are good five minute checks to actually be able to be like yeah i'm setting the timer for five minutes and in this time i'm not even going to put any music on i'm not going to have any other things running through um and yeah just set that timer out you there is a way to find that five minutes trust me um so let's set that challenge for ourselves that personal challenge of five minutes a day this week and just send, spend it in solitude with the lord and in closing our prayer challenge will be psalm 23 and i just wanted to read this out um to you and it's it's about rest and it's psalm 23 verse 2 to 3 and it says he lets me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still and quiet waters he refreshes and restores my soul he leads me in the path of righteousness for his own name's sake so yeah for your prayer challenge this week just begin to meditate and pray on these two verses of finding rest in the lord from psalm 23 thanks so much for listening to created podcast don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on you can find us at created.podcast on instagram and also on our website at youarecreated.com hope you join us next week but until then don't forget you are created